Hello and welcome to the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast. I'm your host, Christian Alita, and today we are going to be talking about self-discipline and self-compassion. This has been something that I have been thinking a lot about recently since I've been trying to get back into routines and trying to encourage some more uh, beneficial habits into my day-to-day life. And the idea of self-discipline has been very tricky. Um, it's been something that is Honestly, I think it is one of the most important skills to develop because self-discipline is so reliant, especially when you have something where it's uh, every like goal or every achievement that you want to get outside of something that it's already like you have a pressure to show up to work. You have a pressure to show up to school if you have something like set in place. But when we're in this new world where your work is five feet away from your bed, and there may not be that same pressure to show up where you have to basically find a way to get yourself motivated or pressure yourself to do that sort of thing to show up to be a part of your own goal and your own life. And so that's where I really wanted to talk about this idea, especially with online learning and online um, work and everything, that there is multiple different versions of self-discipline and some are better than others. So what I wanted to talk about a little bit more on this topic specifically is kind of a backstory of where I've come into with self-discipline, where originally self-discipline, when I was starting up the podcast, when I was working really hard on um, creating a YouTube channel and all of these things, I took a lot of self-discipline to sit down at work because it was highly motivated at the beginning. And then you start to burn off this initial, like this motivation to fuel this like dream of like, oh my goodness, there's this big ambitious goal you have, so you work really hard towards it, but then it gets to this point where you either get burnt out or you start losing sight of the dream and vision. It takes just a lot of self-discipline. That's where the self-discipline comes in. And there's multiple different types of self-discipline. I've fallen into the, um, in the past, I've fallen into using a, well, first off, there's neg- there's multiple different types of reinforcement. So we're going to talk about like um, positive psychology and uh, cognitive psychology for a second is there's multiple different types of uh, reinforcement for reinforcing something. So positive reinforcement in psychology is strengthening a pattern by encouraging, like by adding something. Negative reinforcement is trying to strengthen a pattern by removing something negative. If it's like a, a horn or like a taser or something like that, right? You're trying to, either way, reinforcement means you're trying to strengthen a pattern. And then you have positive punishment, which is actually a very interesting one. Um, it's by adding something. So positive means adding something in the psychological definition. So positive Positive punishment means adding something to try and avoid a certain behavior. And then negative punishment means taking something away to try and avoid a certain pattern. So negative punishment would be taking something away like a candy from a like uh, from someone who's like misbehaving, can you from a kid that's misbehaving to try and avoid that same thing? You don't want them to go running off in the street, so you you yell at them. That would be more of a uh, negative reinforcement. So that is kind of where I'm coming into this, where there's multiple different types of way to reinforce behavior. And when we come into self-discipline, we're kind of using this on ourselves. So we have to be very careful that we're using um, one that doesn't lead to long-term um, negativity and um, pessimism and all these other sorts of things. So when we're thinking about this from the long-term perspective, there's things that work and seem to work very well. I mean, if you look at a lot of the different types of reinforcement that we hear and ones that we think work the best are negative 
um, in the sense that we're punishing people for not doing what they we want them to do, and so people might like um, punish others to try and like oh negative grades like will take things away from you if you don't reach x and y grade point average like you'll lose your your gaming privileges or what have you you lose dessert if you don't finish your meal these sorts of things we try to do that to encourage a behavior and a lot of people grow up with this same mentality and that mentality gets ingrained into themselves so when they want themselves to do something that's hard and challenging like trying to start working on a day you might have off or start working when there isn't that external pressure to start working we might default to the same patterns that we hear around us which might be negative and we've got to be careful of that so you might want to take a minute to think about how how have you been taught to get things done how have you been taught to start working on things to exert self-discipline what has made you get up and get working what has made you study for school has it been somebody telling you, some parent or adult or parental figure that has been telling you that you need to do these things and they are holding back the things that you enjoy if you do not do them? And is that negative? And how does that reflecting in the way that you're telling yourself now with the pandemic and with either being an older adult, a young adult, and you're starting to try and exert these, trying to get yourself to do things, how is that reflecting? How is that coming into into uh, life right now? And so that's really what I wanted to talk about because I think that a lot of the times we default to this negative uh, connotation. And there's been studies done on this. Um, while I may not have my, my notes right here with me, um, but there has been studies that have proven that negative reinforcement is not as powerful as positive reinforcement. People enjoy getting rewards for doing behavior that is positive, and that strengthens that pattern. And so, like, for example, sitting down to study, it is better to teach someone to study by giving them something they want rather than taking something away if they don't. And the reason it is because the positive rewards associate easier with doing something than taking away something. Uh, there's a little bit less of a connection there. So that whole pattern comes into play. Now when we're talking about self-discipline, we're talking about your own mental patterns. So if you take a minute to think, right, you are listening to this podcast, or at least I assume you're listening to this podcast. You might be driving, you might be working out, you might be doing another rep, or you might be trying to study or do something else. You might be going on a walk. And now what you're doing is you're listening to the sound of my voice. You're listening to this podcast, and you might have a moment to reflect and to think about what's being said. And so now you want to be aware of those same thought patterns. So when you say, okay, let me pose this situation for you. I want you to think about it for a second. Let's say that you have something that you want to do after you're done working. So let's say you've done your, your work for eight hours today or you've done school for eight hours today, whatever you do, you're at the end of your traditional day of working or school. And now you are in this situation where you really want to, you want to intrinsically read a book, but you don't want to actually exert the effort to do so. And you might need some rest. That's okay. I want you to think about what do you say to yourself to motivate yourself or to get yourself to do reading that book or to work out? What is that thing that you tell yourself? Do you tell yourself that you you shame yourself and you say, "Oh, you're you know you're underweight or you're overweight and you need to to exercise"? Is that what you say to get yourself motivated, or do you try to reinforce the positive? Do you try to think about the goals and the aspirations that you have? 
what you want to become, what you want to do for others, and how this gets you to that point in your life. I want to thank you for listening to this episode because it's listeners like you that have allowed this podcast to continue to grow after almost two years. As I'm looking for ways to continue and grow this podcast, it came to my attention that I might need a little bit more help if I'm going to keep things growing. With a continuing having schedule as college starts and I continue to work part-time to go through college completely debt-free, I'm looking for more ways to support this podcast, and so I thought I would create a Patreon page, something that I have struggled with doing for the past two years. Because I didn't feel like I had enough to contribute to provide value worthy of paying for. And I've decided that I needed to get over that. And so I've created this page with as much value as I could possibly fit into this single page. Um, We've got multiple different productivity tools, things that I use on my day-to-day basis, one-on-one talks, weird access to my personal Zettelcast, and all of which are located on the Patreon page at different tiers which you can find at patreon.com backslash younger, smarter, better. So if you're looking for more YSB content and want to see this podcast continue to grow, please check out that Patreon page. In other news, we have also created a Younger, Smarter, Better Discord, which you can meet and connect with me as well as other people in the YSP community. So we are going to be sharing things like books that I'm currently reading or other people are currently reading, reviews and suggestions for books, and as well as continued goals and what we're working on month over month and week over week. So if you want to check out that, all of that stuff is in the description section below. Remember, the Patreon page is patreon.com backslash younger, smarter, better, and the Discord is in the description below. With all that being said, let's get back to the episode. This is where I want to start taking this, and I want to start taking it into a more mindful approach on everyday thing, because something that I have learned that has been very interesting is that once you associate self-discipline with a lack of self-compassion, and with this negative aspect, you will start to ex- you will start to associate self-discipline with something that's negative, and that's not the case. Or at least, if you think about it without the past experiences, if you look at solely self-discipline, self-discipline can be a positive and negative experience, and it's up to you to decide for yourself what it's going to be. Self-discipline ultimately, or at least this is my belief from everything that I've read and seen. Self-discipline is the key to achieving all things that you want to achieve. It's also the key to getting things done, to doing things or other, doing things that are hard and worth doing. Because it doesn't take a lot of self-discipline to do the easy things, to to fall into the pleasures, to watch another episode. It doesn't take a lot of self-discipline to do that. It takes a lot of self-discipline to stop and reflect and move on. It takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of power to do those sorts of things. And that is where I found myself in this same sort of cycle where having the flexibility and the freedom that quarantine and that being a college student brings is this extra type of lack of pressure, this this extra this extra freedom while great and awesome also brings up new things where it's it's kind of like opportunity cost if you understand that um so basically the alternative is now much more um much more open much more rewarding so the different so basically you have a choice right when you're sitting down to choose to read or 
to choose to do something else, right? When earlier in your life, you may not have had a lot of other things that you could do, so it might be easier for you to just sit down and do whatever you had to do. You might have not had access to the same things you had now, where you might not have social media, you might have not had that same TV show that you really enjoy, and it might be easier for you to def- to default to studying or default to reading or doing something that you wanted to do or going to the gym, right? Now, with this new flexibility, this new freedom you have, the other thing that you could do, basically, you have the choice of doing something that requires self-discipline and something else to kind of relax or to do something else. I'm not saying relaxing is bad. Don't get me wrong here. I'm just saying there's other things where you might be like, okay, I can either play this video game or do like these hundred other things because I have the freedom to do that. Or I could sit down and do something that's hard to do, even though you don't really want to do that. And I think there's multiple ways that you could approach this situation. Um, one of which I want to think, I want you to think for a second about the positive ways you can bring this into your life. How can you positively motivate yourself towards the things that you want to do? Do you want to go to the gym? If so, what does that positively bring into your life? Don't think about, oh, you know, these are the negatives. This is how, like, publicly, this is how my friends view me. This is how, like, my family views me. And I need to do this because of them, because there's a pressure there. That might be motivating at first, but it won't get you through the long game. It won't get you the actual rewards and the things. You have to be able to look at yourself and say, why do you want it? Not why do other people want it for you? Or why does society say that you need to do this? It is why do you want this? And you might not, you might find that you don't want this and that it's just other people and that you need to make that, that distinction. Are you going to work because you want the money or you want the rewards so that you can you fuel your life and so you can fuel the things that you enjoy in your life and fuel the family, the friends, the, the extracurricular, the uh, the games, are you going to work because you're simply going there to do work or are you going there because you see the opportunities and the life that comes as a, a reward of the work you've put in? Think about that because I think there's a lot there and I think that especially one of the things that I have been dealing with and trying to understand a little better is the balance between overexerting yourself and using too much self-discipline in the sense that you get burnt out too easily and you don't have any extra time. So example, if I'm going to, this is something that I've had happen multiple times where I might spend my weekend and I might schedule out my entirety of the weekend where I'll be doing YSB, I'll be doing work, I'll be studying for something, and then I won't have any time to actually enjoy that weekend. So there's, there is an example where this goes too far. And you might need to free up a little bit of energy and flexibility so that you can do other things with your life. What is it? Why are you reading? Why are you listening to this podcast? Is it because this podcast brings something new, something interesting to your life? Is it because it challenges you to do harder things, to become a better person? What are you doing right now? Are you sitting here? Are you listening to this? Are you trying to read things? Why are you reading? Why are you, I'm asking you to dig a little bit deeper than surface level here. And I want you to find the motivation in the why. And I think that that's something when it comes to self-discipline, it comes to a little bit of self-compassion, giving yourself a little bit more to go off of, giving yourself a little bit of flexibility here. There is strength in compassion. There is strength in self-discipline. And if you can utilize both of those things together, 
you can be really powerful and powerful in a way that you can help others with it. And so here is where I think that we need to start talking about uh, compassion. This is something that I want to go deeper into in future episodes and kind of reflect on this idea where you can kind of stop basically torturing yourself to try and do things because other people tell you to do them. And self-compassion is kind of looking at yourself not, I think we, we tend to differentiate ourselves from others. And so we might have the flexibility and we might have the patience and the grace for others when we see them dealing with difficult issues and we don't have the same grace for ourselves. So for example, if you see like, for example, a good friend or a family member, brother, sister, mother, father, something like of that area where you see them going through a difficult time, right? You have a lot of sympathy for them. You have a lot of empathy for them because you can kind of relate with that situation and you try to give them more grace just saying, okay, you know what? I know you're going through this difficult time right now with things that they are. And, you know, I'm here for you. I'm here to help support you through this time. And one of the things that has come up in the thing that I find interesting is we don't have that same level with ourselves. It's something it's, it's challenging. And it's a realization that I wanted to bring forth to you to think about for a minute. Think about it for a day or a week or your life. I don't know. It's up to you. But the, the point of this episode was really to challenge you to think about that. How does self-compassion help you have more self-discipline? How can you give yourself more flexibility and freedom in a way that helps you motivate you towards what you want to do and that is enough freedom and flexibility to keep you safe and to keep you healthy. Because I think that you might, the same way that you might have your, a great way, a great example of this that has been told to me is that you're kind of the boss of yourself when you are trying to exert self-discipline. When you're, in, when you're on the path to achieve goals, you are your own boss and your own, your own manager. And so what that means is that do you want a boss or manager that is constantly negatively picking at you, that doesn't acknowledge the times that you're going through difficulties. So if you're, for example, in the middle of a really difficult time with your family where you're moving and then you've got to pick up everything and you've got to go and pack and you've got to go through this craziness to go somewhere else. And are you going to still have that same level of uh, dictatorship where you need to kind of influence upon yourself to get these things done as it were if it was a normal day, right? No, you'd have a little bit more. You want to have someone that has a little bit more compassion. Like, you know, I see that you're currently moving. You know what? It's okay. You don't need to do, you don't need to create another episode. You don't need to work this many hours. You don't need to study this much. It's okay. And then taking that same thing, this is for me personally has been a big thing where there is the balance between the ambition and wanting to achieve things and then the uh, compassion and the grace when things aren't the way that I would like them to be. For example, I mean, this I've been not making episodes for like almost a month and a half now. It has been like roughly the longest time uh, since a year or two ago that I haven't been making episodes consistently or haven't been publishing consistently. And that is a big pressure I put upon myself is to have that, um, maybe not that image, but have that content out there to help others. And it's something that I've kind of lost sight with, which is where I wanted to bring this up is this idea of, are you doing this? And are you putting pressure upon yourself that isn't needed? Because you might find that 
that extra pressure you put upon yourself is actually limiting you from what you can actually accomplish. Maybe the pressure you put upon yourself to get things done is keeping you from getting things done. Maybe you need to alleviate the pressure and not even think about what you need to do. I found that sometimes the best way for me to record episodes is to press record and just go with it. Because if I don't, um, the constant, the pressure to make an episode keeps me from actually saying what I want to say or writing what I want to write about. And it's sometimes you just need to get, get started. And it's just that little step on the beginning. When we're talking about self-discipline, there's so many things that I want to talk about in the future. We've got plenty of episodes where we can dive further into this. So when we're talking about these things, it's the little steps. One of the things that I would tell you if you're having difficulty with uh, self-compassion and self-discipline is to take a break and to take a step back and give yourself some grace when dealing with these things. Maybe you have, maybe you don't even have um, some big issue in your life. Maybe life is just as normal, but I mean, we're going through a pandemic. I mean, you can always find reasons to be, give yourself some grace, always. And if you can't find one, you're not looking hard enough. And so we we're talking about this. I just, there's so many different ways to accomplish things and there's, there's great ways of going about it. Um, there's ways that work a little bit less effectively. And this is one where I think I have to kind of take a stand on what I think is the best approach. And I think the best approach is self-compassion because there is, I've used the alternative too much and too long to know its negatives and sound and downsides. Because I think that there's something, sure, I've gotten a lot done and I've accomplished a lot. But when you start to hear, like, I've had people who are like, oh, but you've accomplished so much. You've read 100 books in two years and you've done 67 episodes and this thing and you've gotten A's and B's and you graduated and this thing and that thing. You've, like, paid off a car and, like, these big goals and these big accomplishments. And then I, I, I got to this point where I was like, aren't you like someone someone asked me this question and I, I can't remember it was like aren't you proud of that or is that like have you acknowledged that and I'm like yeah kind of but there's still more to do and then I think there's always going to be that there's always still more you can do but there's a limited amount of time and you got to enjoy life and so I'm this isn't a finished idea per se I think that this idea is uh, able for me to string it along for quite a while. <laughs> um, but with all of that being said, I think that there's just so much in this that is, we're going to start unpacking little bit by little bit. And so I'm, I'm grateful that we have this opportunity to do so. And I'm grateful that you are interested in this topic enough to listen to all the way to this end of this episode. So congratulations for making it to the end of the episode. You know, most people don't actually make it to the end of any media. Most people watch the first 15 seconds of YouTube videos and don't finish it. Most people watch the first five minutes of podcast and don't finish it. You've actually finished this episode for the most part. I'm still going to ramble for another couple minutes, but I mean, you're basically there. So I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode and I wish you the best of luck in your oncoming journey. And if you want to support this podcast in a way that will really help it keep going, in a way that can help support me personally, um, help this project keep going, and the episodes and the content that I'm trying to create. Um, a great way to do that is through Patreon. Um, there's a Patreon link in the description section below. And on there, I've tried, I've spent the past couple years dealing with and struggling with this idea of 
I don't want to like just ask for donations, but I, I need to start asking for something because or I want to do something because I need to, I want to give more time to this. I want to give more thought to this. I want to give more ideas to this project. And I don't want to feel like it's taking away from my life, but really giving back to uh, my life and to others. And so I've created a Patreon page. I've spent a lot of time trying to make the best um, benefits that I possibly could so that I felt like I was giving 10 times back the value the value um, that I was asking for. But thank you so much for your thought and consideration in all of this. And thank you for finishing this episode. It means a lot to me. So, as always, stay hungry for knowledge. <laughs>